welcome back to Human Nutrition and Lifestyle, and it's series two of the podcast. Like I said before, in this series, we're going to look at people, real world people, testimonials from people who have changed their lifestyle into more of a lower carb way of eating and more real food nutrition. So today I've got Lorna with us. Uh, Lorna, if you just want to introduce yourself, tell people who you are, where you're from and what sort of things you do in your life. Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Lorna and I am an old school friend of Matthew's actually, which I think is important because it developed a trust basis for us to recommence our conversation. So I'll just put that out there right away. Um, I'm someone that has probably always um, been on the heavier side or been heavier than I've wanted to be. And a good few months ago, I thought, you know what, I need to do something different. The average calorie counting, trying to balance what I was um, eating versus exercising just wasn't really working for me anymore. And thought now is the time I want to do something else. So this is what we did. That's great. And yeah, like you say, you got in touch because calorie counting wasn't working for you and it doesn't work for so many people And until they realise that until until they really get knuckled down into nutrition. And that's what it's all about. But you did get in contact with me and then I started to maybe shake up your nutrition world a little bit and say, well, these things that you maybe thought were true and not true anymore. Perhaps we need to look at some things different, some things like maybe intermittent eating and things like that, that we brought into your uh, the, the way that you think and just maybe explain to people how at the start when we started working together you was a bit kind of like apprehensive wasn't you a bit like well how come Matthew's telling me this yet I understand it to be something different um I think I think my first reaction was are you for real um I love my food my world revolves around food my uh, thinking at breakfast is what am I having for lunch? What am I having for dinner? And that was a whole new uh, world of thinking that I had to kind of get used to. But, and that's why I mean about the trust, because I knew this wasn't somebody I'd just met off the street. This is somebody that had known of my background, knew who I was, what I was about. And actually it, it felt as though if Matthew's saying it, then I'm going to, I'm going to, have more faith I'm going to have belief I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to trust him to do something different to make a change for me and that and that was really important you, you see a lot of um influencers you see a lot of diet and nutrition people on social media and and I think to approach somebody brand new I'm not sure that I'd have gone in with it with the full impetus that I did um with you so um, that was that was important from my perspective but yeah that that whole approach at the beginning of you skip meals oh uh, I'm not really sure about that and and the whole marketing element as well I mean I work in marketing and yeah you know you you just blew me out of the water by oh no that that's that's not actual real information that's just what they want you to believe and it's like okay so very much back to basics back to the drawing board and a whole new way of thinking and and that was critical to kind of being where I am now um a few months months later so that's right yeah it was back in February wasn't it that we started to uh, begin the process and start to work together and I'm pleased you put it like that because 
when you go into something new, you really have got to trust the process and, and trust the person you're working with. I'm pleased you didn't. I'm pleased you kept to it because I'm sure there was times, well, I know there was times in there that you really questioned yourself and, and we had to have extra meetings together and, and just talk it through. Um, as anybody would, you know, it's something different. different. It's mm. changing your whole lifestyle. But the key to it is sticking with it, staying with it as you did and making sure you can build your own lifestyle in there. And when we first started out, you, your initial goal was just maybe perhaps to lose a little bit of weight. But overall, I was always concentrating on, yes, okay, I know she wants to lose a little bit of weight, but I wanted to build you a healthy lifestyle. I wanted to try and build you something you could work with forever. Like you mentioned at the start, the calorie counting, perhaps a slimming world, Weight Watchers, whatever. They want you for eight weeks and then it's like go away and eat whatever you want because you've got your certificate. But me, I want to build you a lifestyle. I want to, to work with you for as long as I possibly can. Uh, we only worked together for actually four weeks, didn't we, in the end? And, and it was enough for you. You managed to go mm. away and, and build your own lifestyle. So um, initially when we started, I know you, you in the, one of the first things you said to me, I've got it written down here, was um, <laughs> how on earth uh, you would feel missing a meal. He said, I can't <laughs> possibly miss a meal. Right? <laughs> And in the end, I think when, when we finished, you did actually fast for almost 24 hours, a full day. Uh, obviously, we worked our way up to that and, and we did it the proper way by making sure you had me correct meals either side of it. Um, but just maybe tell people how you felt in those times when you was starting to miss those meals. Was it something, it was obviously a big change for you. And was it something that you, you relished doing or something that you was very, very cautious about doing? Um, I think at the very beginning, so I'm somebody that's still working at home. So I have a routine of getting up, either going for a run, going for a dog walk, something like that, sitting at my desk and, and I've, I'd have maybe taken my breakfast to my desk or, you know, did a bit of work, go get breakfast, whatever. And, and I think those first few times I was just looking at the clock thinking, when can I eat? How many hours can I eat? you know the countdown thinking as soon as 12 o'clock comes that's it I'm just going to go get something to eat and and certainly now I, I, I just don't miss that that main meal or that that breakfast meal at all it, it's more than a way of life now to just just and I think I do embrace that now I think I think I welcome the gap I think I welcome the rest um and and I think and I think, I mean, that's, that is a huge mindset change for me. I don't think I can quite share or underestimate how significant that has been. And I mean, you, you know, you, you say to me, that's metabolic flexibility. And I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, 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 whatever. But I just wasn't that type of person that was able to skip a meal. I, if I went on a two hour bus journey, I mean, I, I refer to a bus, I probably don't mean a bus, maybe a car journey. I'd had to take snacks with me. I wouldn't, people would be renowned for saying, I'll watch her, she'll get moody if she doesn't eat, she'll, she'll need something. And now, and now I am regularly not eating for many, many, many hours. And it, it, my, even my sister said to me the day, I'd had on, on Saturday, I, I had had one of those lifestyle days whereby it wasn't ideal at all. So when Sunday came, I thought, blimey, O'Reilly, I'm going to have to compensate here somewhat. So um I didn't eat till four o'clock in the afternoon and she said to me 
but you're actually all right. Your mood's okay. I was like, I know, I'm a reformed character. So um, yeah, I think that has been a huge shock and, and I'm not counting down the hours anymore. I'm quite capable of managing it and knowing what I need to do and just getting, getting to the point of, yeah, knowing when it feels right to eat. Yeah, I think that's a great point to say, knowing when it feels right, because that's that's all what it's all about. That's why try and build a lifestyle nutrition, because you've got to be able to feel it out yourself. You've got to make sure you know how your body feels, whether you really need one of those breaker days or whether you just need perhaps a day of eating. You know, <laughs> you've got to listen to your body and just understand what's going on. And I'm pleased you've managed to, to do that. And you, and you did touch on it a little bit there at the start about when you begin the full reset. Okay, not, some people can't do the full reset like you did, um, but in our initial consultation and when we got talking a little bit, I was quite confident that you, you could start off by doing a little bit of fasting, a little bit of missing breakfast and things like that. But it's, it's quite uh, important to make sure that you understand at the beginning, it's just a reset. What you're doing is resetting your body. What you're doing is making sure that you can come off that roller coaster, that thing that you explain with all those snacks and the, the extra energy you feel like you need in the day. I've explained it numerous times to numerous people, but it still needs highlighting that it's a roller coaster effect. Sugar has a roller coaster effect on your body. It makes you high one minute and low the next. And that's what still a lot of people experience throughout the whole day. Whereas when you can stabilize your blood sugars and, and eat real foods and you can just stay on a more level playing field all the way through the day. And that's what you, that's what you just explained there going through till four o'clock and then listening to your body and your body's like, right, OK, perhaps I'm hungry now. So let, let's let's eat. And um, touching on that reset really, really is important to make sure that you do a reset properly. This is why sometimes a lot of people fail is because they'll go one week two weeks think right I've done a bit of fasting okay I'm ready to go right but it's not quite so simple as that I mean we was we was lucky we worked together really really well perhaps because like you say we had um, knowledge of each other's past but we was lucky that in four weeks we managed to knuckle down and get a job done and we stayed in constant contact throughout but it was a really really good reset you, you stuck to just about everything really really well couldn't complain and you did the fasting really really well as well but I, I was always on at you and I was always saying, remember, Lana, this is not what you're going to be doing for your lifestyle. OK, it, it's just for the, just for those four weeks. I wanted to make sure that you could start to tap into your fat stores, make sure that you could start to bring another energy source to the table. So now that we've done that and, and you went away after those four weeks and maybe you could let us in to your lifestyle now, especially your nutrition lifestyle and tell us what like a normal day is or a normal week is and. And like you said to me, you said, look, Matthew, I'm not perfect, but I'm not looking for perfection. Nobody's perfect. Tell us a little bit about maybe sometimes, especially sometimes during the month where you think, right, I'm, I'm just going to throw the irons in the fire here and, and have a, one of those days, but, but then bring it all back and make sure that you're, you're back on track. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with you. Okay. So... As I said, Monday to Friday, I'm working from home. Um, it makes it more convenient to have a meal at lunchtime that is more compliant than if I was walking in town or having to get something from a shop or having to think about it the night before. So nine times out of 10, I'm an omelette girl for lunch. And, and I can mix that up and I can put different things in. But that 
that tends to do me really well or I'll have hard boiled eggs and maybe tuna or you know some eggs are an absolute staple of my Monday to Friday um, lunch times no doubt about it um, I'm on the decaf coffee because you recommended that in um, in in that initial in that initial part so I've still maintained that because because again I agree with you that if I am keeping myself more balanced and not taking in those highs and lows then actually it's probably better for me so I the flavor's the same isn't it? It, it 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 I think it's I'm quite I'm quite all right with that I've adjusted to that pretty well so so I do that I try and drink more water I tell you what I have done actually I've drank more tea and I don't know whether I'm getting my caffeine from the tea, you know, a lot lower level than what I would have done a bigger hit through coffee. But yeah, I, I didn't even really like tea before, but that's become part of a um, something else, I think, just to give it a bit more. Because I was on green tea, wasn't I? And, you know, people people do say if there's not a lot of pleasure in life if you're drinking green tea in the morning. So. <laughs> um, yeah so so I managed on that and then in in the evening I am um, I'm either I'm either meat based um and and just completely cut out the carb is my main um driver there one of the biggest things I struggled with in that initial reset was the color wasn't it I was I was furious about how bland it looked and how just not very appealing it looked at all I wanted veg I wanted color and that was the huge change you know you were really kind to me by about week three and you went well you can add a little bit of veg now if you want and so I did that and then since that transition um I completely accept um about the nutritional um values and how much you um you know, promote how much the better nutritional value is in the meat. I think just visually, I enjoy that kind of that plate full and feeling as though I'm getting some normal enjoyment from that. So that is that would normally be um, yeah, meat and veg. Or um, tonight there's a there's a chili in the in the slow cooker. So that will be chili and cheese. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I just touched, I touch on that point then that, that you said because I have got down in your original notes here why no veg question mark yeah. that that was one of your uh, questions and uh, obviously I promote veg and say yeah you know you, you can eat it as alongside all your, your meats and, and make it part of your lifestyle nutrition which you have done now but it was only in that initial phase I think that was the one of the things that I said to you bear with me I'm just taking it away for a little bit because I wanted you to really prioritize your protein now I wanted you to make sure that you was feeling full after every meal if you was if you was filling up with your vegetables then predominantly vegetables are carbohydrates so if you was filling up with those then we wasn't getting to that fat store that I wanted you to get to mm. so there is these little nuanced things that I do work with with everybody everybody has a little different thing and the one thing that I did take away from you was your vegetables because I knew how, how, how much you liked them but like you say quick you quickly adapted to that mm. within I think it like you say it was week three we added them back in and, and I know you was a lot happier with that but I could tell because you'd already done your intermittent fasting and not only intermittent fasting but we swapped it up didn't we we made you do it in the morning and then we made you do it in the afternoon as well so we made sure that you did it each part of the day so that you could do it you wasn't just 
sometimes you can cheat the system a bit by doing it in the same hours every day your body gets used to it and then then your hunger hormone you've got a hunger hormone called ghrelin and then that becomes active at the later parts of the day and you're always feeding it when it's active and that's not quite the way to do it it's to mix it up you know if anybody out there does exercise they'll realize that the best way to get the best out of exercise is to mix it up if you go out there and run the same speed or bike the same speed in every exercise all the time you're not going to get better you've got to do slower ones faster ones and it works the same way with nutrition you've got to mix it up and make sure that you're putting in different things at different times especially during a reset um so now you've added in back in those vegetables then have you in your lifestyle yeah. nutrition yeah 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 um, yeah great. but you're still prioritizing the protein which is good as well yeah for sure yeah yeah for sure and it's and i do feel um much much better in myself not to have the stodge not to have even if it's new potatoes you know it wasn't always well it certainly wasn't chips and and, and I think that was part of my introduction to you that I didn't think I particularly had an unhealthy diet I I think on reflection now I agree it would have been worse than I would have thought um certainly snacks are non-existent and that that is something again I've cut out and I feel I feel amazing to not to not be doing that or, or even if I am snacking it's certainly not on crisps or chocolate or anything that again is almost that you, you get into that Weight Watchers habit of 100 calories is okay I can have a Freddo I can have a Kit Kat because it's only 100 calories and I'm allowed that and and then before you know it either it leads to other things or you're just not getting the benefit of not having those sugar hits or everything else that comes with it and yeah I, I definitely feel better for that I think one of my just talking about a longer term where I'm at lifestyle wise so um with, with with no children that means we are very independent in our choices in our how we spend time money and everything and very much a big thing was eating out when and when we started we were in lockdown weren't we yeah, in, right. in February and and I did plan that time specifically because I thought I've not got anything happening in that time I can dedicate it it doesn't matter I'm not going to be asked to go out anywhere and, and do that kind of thing and that again that was a big thing on my mind how do I go back to real life there's not been any factor that's kind of influenced how I spend my time and money and so in these, and of course, it's it's even worse now, isn't it? In these last few months, because we've had that opportunity to go places and do things, you kind of feel like yes to everything, um, and and that remains, I think, my biggest challenge. So every single month since we've been allowed to do something and go where somewhere, we've either been on a weekend break, a week to a break, uh, you know, just just doing stuff all the time, and that will be my my time where I you know alcohol is is still a vice for me I enjoy it and and I feel it's very difficult to say no if it's a friend it, it, we, we we've commented here it, it's part of our lifestyle and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing it's probably a bad thing but it, we do associate that with with socializing with having a good time with doing something that you it's, it's still a treat it's still a it's not an every night occurrence it's still a weekend thing um and 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 one of the other biggest things you ever said to me in line with going out and in let's say enjoying myself <laughs> was for me to work out what was more important to me 
was it eating that food that I probably shouldn't or having that glass of wine or two glasses of wine or was it making an improvement and actually either whether it was losing weight or whether it was feeling better whatever the measure was and and I, and I feel that that is how I've managed it so I've been I've been strict at home and when we've been here and then if it has been a case of being out or and again I've managed it so and then when I've come back it's kind of right be on it and make sure that I try and compensate it, it's probably not what you would recommend and it's probably not what you would um probably I know, I know listening to you all the way through that you're trying to rationalize it and you're trying to you know excuse it in a way but you've no need to you are doing the right thing as anybody would i go out and have meals we've just been on holiday to the lake district and you go out and you have a meal and yeah. you maybe have a little drink on the side you know what do you mean i'm not you know i don't want to be a teacher cracking the whip or anything yeah. saying don't have that don't have this don't have the other it's all about you've maybe heard me say before it's all about making sure 90 to 95 percent of your nutrition of your lifestyle is good is is where you want it to be and then the other five percent you know just enjoy it you know enjoy because now you are more metabolically flexible because now you are able to cope with these other things you're able to cope with the odd treat of alcohol you're able to cope with when you go out once a month and have a pudding it's okay you're able to cope with it because you've built now a really strong nutritional body to be flexible enough to realize what it's going to do with all those extra bits of carbohydrates with all, all those extra calories it knows now it knows exactly what to do that's what metabolic flexibility is and uh, i know when we first started working together with that you was exercising a little bit you was doing a little mm. bit of running and things like mm. that um, and I told you to, to, to step away, to, to come off that. You was getting right into it and, and you wanted to run more and more and more. And that was a big thing that I said, look, just step away from it a bit. And, and I say it to everybody simply because changing your nutrition is enough stress on your body as it is. You don't need to be putting extra stress on, on your heart rate and on your body by trying to grab calories that aren't there or trying to grab carbohydrates what it's used to when they're not there you're changing your system over to burning fat and it can have too too many stressors going on at the same time now are you still exercising or have you still stepped back from that or where, where are you going with that um it's actually coincided with having um an, an well it started as an injury and it's kind of become more of a glute injury so it's it's kind of been my whole um I've been restricted let's put it that way um so I've been having treatment for that and as of this week I've kind of had the indication of give it a go go back to couch to 5k start again go steady so I am going to introduce that um three times a week or along those lines and and see where I go it it, it has been I know again you said your performance will increase massively by adapting this kind of lifestyle and I have been a little bit disappointed and sad that I haven't been able to test that and push it during this time because of my injury really so um yeah we'll see how we go on that one and there's part of me I'm not pain free and and I'm still reluctant to just think I just feel like I'm going to make it worse so I'm just going to go steady and just see yeah see what just start slow you know like 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 we did with the nutrition, you know, start right at the bottom, back, back, back to the basics, 
start slow even if you can only run for two minutes it's better than nothing yeah and that's the beauty of couch 5k isn't it 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 builds up gradually so at least i can um yeah just just do it do it in a way that hopefully it'll help yeah that'd be great that'd be interesting to keep in touch to find out that because alongside your nutrition what you're doing now as well you might find that you have to add in some extra real food carbohydrates to supplement your training I mean, I'm hopefully going to talk to other endurance athletes during this podcast about how they incorporate more real food carbohydrates in there, because I do like to get out. Um, I do like to tell people that carbohydrates are not the devil. Don't don't try and avoid them like the plague. Some people are like, oh, you're the low carb guy. You know, you, you tell me not to have carbohydrates and all that. But again, going back to what we said about the reset, sometimes I will take carbohydrates away completely. Just get rid of them for four weeks, for eight weeks, for however long we feel is necessary. But then you need to add them back in, especially if you're building yourself a, a lifestyle of exercise or training, anything like that, or doing extra than what you should. I mean, everybody's ex- exercise is relative to themselves. So my exercise will be different to your exercise, which will be different to the, the next person's exercise. But that's when you've got to start to listen to your body and start to think, hang on a minute, feeling a little bit fatigued. Maybe I should add in a, a few more carbohydrates here and there. One thing um, I did do this week, which is, is, I think, what you would describe as optimum lifestyle. So because I'd got it in my head, right, Monday morning, I'm going to go for my run. I want to do it whilst it's, um, you know, I'm in the zone. I'm going to do it. That coincided with going in the office on Monday. And I thought, you told me the best time to recover and to repair is to eat your proteins after you've been for your exercise. So I thought, right, I'm going to do my run in the morning. I'm going to have breakfast. So I had some scrambled eggs. Shock. And, um, And then because I was going to the office, because again, I was going to be in a place where I couldn't control what was on offer very much I didn't eat at all until dinner so I, that's and that's when I did switch it around and I and I think if I'm going to do that more often I'm going to be going back into the office a bit more regularly I want to do my runs in the morning because that's when I feel probably kind of stronger and more able so I think that will become more of a regular thing and skip lunch instead have dinner and then I'm my body is also kind of like you said the other day wondering when it's going to eat next kind of thinking more rather than knowing oh she's not going to eat breakfast and she's going to eat at half past 12 and she's going to have her omelette you know it's yeah that's right yeah Yeah. i I think a lot of people are stuck in that aren't they everybody's stuck in breakfast is eight o'clock dinner's 12 tea's five you know i'll have a little bit of supper nine o'clock before i go to bed now everybody's stuck in that look at the clock what time is it five o'clock it must be tea time all right i can't tell you what what time my tea time is anymore and 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 like yourself it's just when you're hungry when you feel like Mm -hmm. eating you know there shouldn't be a set this time is breakfast this time is dinner this time is tea just eat when you feel hungry and if you need to build in exercise and build in different meals in the day, do it, you know, and, and it sounds like you've really, really built yourself a really good lifestyle nutrition there. And by mixing it up like that, that's great. You just, your body's just firing on all fat burning. That's what it's doing. It is burning your yeah. fat in that metabolism now that you've got. And I'm really, really happy for you. I think you've done great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm popping over to Mallorca next week for four days um I would have liked to and and I and I'm always going to be somebody that that does take notice of the scales I think when when you have spent more of your life than you wanted to overweight I think you're never gonna remove that feeling and thought process at all 
Um, so I would have liked to have been a couple of pounds lighter, but it's nowhere near the, the kind of issue that I had before of having that, I, I just can't lose that half stone. I just want to get into that next number barrier. You know, it's, it's a, a, a world away from where it was. And I, and I do feel much happier for that. I think I think one of the best things that I wanted to get across to you and, and hopefully you know now is that once you lose that weight, I don't know if you want to share how much you lost or, or any of your numbers or anything like that, but once you lose that initial weight, then it's all about building that lifestyle that we talk about just to keep you there. Or, or if you are going to fluctuate only little bits here and there, it's not about that that Weight Watchers, like we said before, with the big crash, let's lose two stone in eight weeks and then it's inevitable that it goes back on because you've just stabbed yourself for so long. So um, as long as you've managed to maintain what you've got and made sure that you, you've built your lifestyle to maintain where you want it to be, I mean, you can knuckle down and you can really limit those carbs again and you can go through the reset and really try and push your plateau. But if you're happy, I would say stick with it. Yeah, I I would. Um, I, I was interested in just coming back to speaking to you again to just say mm, I am at that point of probably just probably the frequency of you know a holiday here and a week away there and this and and maybe and in order to really I guess knuckle down from October to December you know so you're not in that 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 increase before Christmas and then you get Christmas again and then you're back in the January kind of oh my god thing aren't you so yeah I am I am interested in just revisiting with your support kind of what I might those minor changes I think it, it I, I, an item an item that I am interested in your thoughts the the full fat Greek yogurt so when you when that was on the the reset again it was eventually wasn't it it was kind of week three week four kind of That's thing right, yeah. um and, and I've just, I must just say, I could not believe the difference in flavours at that point. I was just, oh, my God, this tastes amazing. I can't believe it. And you, it was just that after all that food of that reset, it was just incredible. Um, but now, I suppose, again, I, and I, one of the things I always said to you is, I always want like, something sweet after I've eaten, my, eaten a meal. And that was another challenge that I had to come over. Again, it, it wasn't the Freddo, it wasn't the Kit, Kit Kat, it was something else. And so, so my Greek yogurt probably is a fairly regular daily basis post-meal kind of, or mid-afternoon or, you know, something. How, how much damage is something like that going to do me? None. None. Okay. <laughs> but really, that's the simple answer is none because the rest of you it's because the rest of your nutrition is great. You yeah. know, if, okay. if you was um, saying, oh, well, I still have, you know, a bit of toast at breakfast and I, and I still have uh, pudding at tea time and, and I still have my coffees. But because like you explained to us uh, earlier that you are still prioritizing your protein, you still manage to be metabolically flexible. You can have your breakfast. You can then go all day. You can have your tea. You can swap it about. You can go, you could go 24 hours if you wanted to still. So because of the, all them factors, having the Greek yogurt every single day is not a problem. You know, okay. if you, if you want to have that after your tea or something sweet, just with a few berries or something, then, then that's fine. 
Yeah. That's okay. that's in that's me talking with my optimal lifestyle hat on. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted me to swap to say, now Matthew, I want to lose a little bit more weight. I want mm -hmm. to really knuckle down, and I want to just slightly get off this plateau I'm on. Then I would say start to limit it for okay. a, a few days. You know, maybe yeah. just do every other day, or, yeah. or don't have don't have those high fat things as much you know whatever it is you're having high fat say say if you're having butter with a lot of things or you're having cre a lot of cream in your coffees and things like that all that fat okay is good if you want to keep on your plateau if you if you're happy to stay where you are but if you really want to knuckle down and set a new goal and go for it then the fat is going to have to change for protein so that we can okay. really knuckle down into, into something else okay. it's just it's only like you say it's only those little minor little things just a tweak here and there yeah. because now you are so stable and you've got everything where you want it to be basically you're just asking you you are asking now for things that you would never have thought of asking me when we first started <laughs> little nuanced things just a tweak here and there but you know you can do it within your own lifestyle you've got the tools now to be able mm -hmm. to do it i mean you've still got all that that reset sheet all those diets mm -hmm. all that nutrition that i sent you and everything so if you if you really feel the need you can you can go back now and you can do a reset for four weeks and it'll just you know basically reset you and, and you mm -hmm. can go again if that's what you want say you've had a let's say you, you go away next week and you just have a smash out in Mallorca and you just have a, a boozy holiday or whatever you are, mm. then you've got that four-week reset just to come back to and do it again. You know, I, I've known a lot of people do it sort of after Christmas time, you know, and that's mm. when the diets and nutrition becomes big, isn't it? Mm. But you're able to do it. You know you can do it. So I give you the support the first time. This time you know you can do it. So mm. don't feel like, you know, you, you don't feel like you can't because you can. Mm. Okay. That's good to know. Thank you. Very helpful. Uh, so... Where do you think you're going to go from here? Then I think you kind of answered it. That was my next thing. Where, where do you think uh, your next lead is? Are you going to carry on and, and live this lifestyle that you are? If, have you got another goal that you want to aim for? Are you going to introduce more exercise, like you say, perhaps when you get yeah. off your injury? Where do you see yourself in a year's time, let's say? Um, I suppose I suppose the one thing I haven't achieved, and you, you did touch on it earlier about weight and wanting to share how much I've lost and stuff like that. I suppose my my ultimate target would be to get to eleven stone, or you know, even ten stone something would be you know pretty amazing. And and I haven't as I probably I think maybe the lowest I got was eleven two or something like that. So not not far away at all. Um, so in 12 months time, I would certainly like to have achieved that for sure. And for that to be, again, the fluctuation, if I, if I, if, if I then went back up to 11.2 or, you know, something like that, that I could then shift it in that realms. Um, yeah. I think that I, comes I, back to what you said earlier, which is, you know, in your own head, when you sit there and you have your glass of wine, it's like, what do I want? Do I want this glass of wine or do I want to achieve my goal? Do I yeah. want this Greek yogurt tonight or do I want to push my boundaries? And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. If you have a goal, any goal, anything exercise related or nutrition related, whatever your goal is, you know, whether you want to run a marathon, whether you want to lose a bit of weight, it's the same mental process. Do you really want it? And are you going to push the boundaries to get it? You know, because that's, that's what, you, what you need to do. 
So, uh, you know, maybe you could tell people where you started because you said that you dropped down to 11-2. So where did you start? Um, I was <clears throat> enough over 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, thank you. That's great. But, um, yeah, and, and it, it was it was great to see initially. He was texting me every day saying, yeah, another one down, another one down, you know, lost all less, you know, it was great. So I knew you was on board straight away to give you some something to, to hold on to. So and, and, and that is what the one thing where that reset, you see results quickly, don't you? And that gives you the impetus to continue with what you, you're doing because when when you know that the results are there, then it's it's a no-brainer, isn't it, just to, just to carry on a bit more and, and make that change. Um, that, that half stone, that initial half stone, was the thing that I had been wanting to do and I'd been on my fitness pal and I'd tracked and I'd put in, you know, it was linked to my Fitbit and my Garmin. So I was, it knew how much I'd run. It's looking at how many calories I'm eating and I'm looking and I'm thinking, I'm not eating anywhere near this. And yet it just, it, nothing was dropping. Nothing was going anywhere. And that's really frustrating, but demoralizing and demotivating and everything. Um, so when I did actually find something that worked for me, I was really pleased and therefore I'd be daft to just go back to my old lifestyle just for the sake of almost that comfort, I think. Because yeah, I think, I think, I think you, nearly, you nearly fell into the, the hole where as a lot of people do and they think, okay, if I want to lose weight, all I have to do is go for a run or all I have to do is I have to do more exercise. I record it on these kind of platforms that are out there now, exercise more. You know, the, the common thing is eat less, exercise more but it just doesn't work. That just doesn't work because it ends up making you hungry. You end up eating more because you're exercising more. So you want more energy, it just doesn't work. So you really got to knuckle down into to nutrition. I mean, yeah, you, everybody will read the media and say, okay, well, I, I'm, I'm overweight, so I've got to go for a run. But if they just sat down and said, well, I'm overweight, so let's look at what I'm eating, then perhaps they could conquer it that way. So I do see more and more in the media now about, about this kind of lifestyle I think there's more and more of it coming to the fore isn't there about child obesity about the sugar about all of the processed food um and it is it is really reassuring actually when you do hear it from a different source as well and it kind of just adds weight to that it's that it's the right thing to do and yeah I'm I I think so I think it is getting more and more out there but then on some days I think is it because I'm listening out for it more now. Mm -hmm. Is it because we both probably follow the same people now? We're following this this low carb movement. We're following people saying that the processed food, because you start to listen for it more, you hear it more. Yeah. Um, some people you still speak to some people now, and they're like, "You are never heard of that," <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just turning people's ears. Let's try and get you over to to this way. So hopefully, it is going to get out there, and nutrition is going to become a big thing. You know, um, some people within the PHC talk about smoking and say how that changed over the years. You know, that smoking was something that everybody did. And even doctors promoted certain brands of cigarettes saying, yeah, you know, it's good for you and all this. Whereas now perhaps sugar is the demon that we need to uh, approach, uh, especially processed. Uh, like you say, those processed ones just don't touch them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's been great, Lana. Thank you very much. For that. It's been a, a super yeah. chat, and uh, I look forward to 
publishing it and popping it out there for everybody to hear. So it's a great journey you've been on. I just want to highlight to anybody that nobody's after perfection. Nobody's after that 100%. Let's let's knock all your carbs on the head. Let's never have cake ever again. Let's not go out for a drink of wine. You know, nobody's after that. Nobody wants that in their life, do they? But most people want a bit of fun, want to be able to do it. And the only way you can do that, the only way you can go out there and have have a bit of cake, have an afternoon tea with your friends, have a glass of wine every now and then. The only way you can do that is if you build a metabolically flexible body that can cope with it, which you have done. So well done. Thank you. Thank you for helping me change the rest of my life. <laughs> no problem. Stay in touch and uh, whatever you want, you know, anytime. Thank you. Well, that was a great catch up there with Lana. I'm pleased she's doing so well. It's just a prime example of how to put nutrition into your lifestyle. The only way you're ever going to change things in your own lifestyle is if you actually manage to build a lifestyle with them, around them, including them. It's easy to do things for one week, two weeks, three weeks, but it's about changing it for your whole lifestyle, fit it in so that it's something you don't have to think about. It's just what you do. And now, like, you heard from Lana, that's what she does. Just gets up now, eats when she's hungry, focuses purely on those real foods, prioritising animal produce and really knuckling down on getting the best nutrition she can from everything she eats. And that's the way to do it. That's the way to build it into your lifestyle and begin to thrive as a human being. So hopefully there's enough there for her to convince you that human nutrition lifestyle is real and everything that we teach and everything that we say at human nutrition lifestyle can really change your life and can really benefit you. So if you want to learn more, just follow along with us. We have the Facebook group, Human Nutrition and Lifestyle. We're on Instagram at Human Nutrition Lifestyle, all one word. Uh, we have the Twitter, new Twitter account, which is at Human Nutri Life. And all the resources and everything that we do, I put it on the website, which is www.humannutritionlifestyle.com. On the website, you can also go to the shop or go to the services that we do. And if you want a reset program, we can set your reset programs. If you want a, program, a bit more of an in-depth program, we can do that. Just be in touch. If you need any help, be in touch. Otherwise, be happy, be strong and thrive.